Hi, and welcome to another edition of The Spirituality of Mental Health, a deep dive into the stigma of spiritualism and mental health. I'm Gloria Mendez, a licensed professional counselor. Hey guys, this is Saul, and I am a spiritualist and medium. Today's episode is called Sexuality from a Spiritual and Mental Health Perspective. Dun, dun, dun. Exactly. <laughs> It will be filled with lots and lots of information. Awesome. Yes. So as soon as we finished um, recording last week's podcast, we instantaneously came up with this topic and we have been um, chomping at the bit to get to record this one. Um, There's just so much information that is stigmatized about sexuality, sex, um, from a spiritual perspective and a mental health perspective. Yeah. So we will just go ahead and dive into this. Go for it. Go for it. So from a mental health perspective, there's lots of information about sexuality. Um, so one of those is like gender dysphoria, um, gender identity, um, sexual identity, um, just what all is going in mainstream um, society today, uh, labels, um, the stigma of, you know, pronouns, um, just being seen as different, uh, not being comfortable in your own skin, people looking at adolescents, young children, uh, dressing up as the opposite gender and wondering, you know, what's going on with um, children these days? You know, how are they being influenced? Um, And it's not so much that they're being influenced, that it's that they understand their true selves because as we talked about children last week, they have no outside influence. They're just their true selves. So um, that's what we see a lot of in um, the mental health aspect from that perspective. The other is infidelity, Mm -hmm. um, polyamorous um, relationships, um, just a variety of different sexual issues, um, inability to perform sexually, lack of libido, um, you name it we see it in the mental health perspective and it can be anything from a biological issue it can be a um, psychological issue it can be a result of trauma um, most definitely because as we know there's lots of victims of sexual abuse that have resulted in just the stigma of i don't want to be sexual yeah And um, you see a lot of victims of sexual abuse that if they were abused by one gender, then they become attracted to the opposite gender. And then society is like, well, is that a result of just a a choice? They don't like that gender anymore. And it's that... Is that who they really are? Or are they making a choice to be queer? 
Right. Um, so there's so many different things that we see in the mental health realm. Um, do you see any of that kind of thing in your practice from the spiritual perspective? Um, so when it comes to relationships, as far as like poly relationships, yes. Uh, when it comes to um, being attracted to a specific um, well, the same sex due to some type of trauma from the past. Yes, I, we do see that as well. Um, I, yeah, you know what? All of that. Because uh, being sexual with someone is um, combining energies. Right. Exactly. And, and that's where you're going to get a lot of attachments that are not necessarily good. Right. Or positive. Um, so, and then of course, um, if you've been following the podcast, I've been saying this since day one, energy, uh, energies or spirit moves the physical. So right. that's going to affect everything. Exactly. And so that, that lends itself to, <clears throat> you know, like children mm-hmm. who are abused or molested. Right. Um, they are soaking up that negative energy of their abuser and let's say their abuser is the same sex Mm -hmm. um then they're probably going to align with the opposite sex more and because they've just soaked in so much negativity from that opposite sex and so the same way with if they their abuser is the opposite sex mm-hmm. they are naturally built up a resistance right. to the opposite sex right. then they see positivity with same sex mm-hmm. um, that's not to say that it's a choice it's just a chemical reaction right but then it's also for them a feeling of safety exactly safety because the energy that we take in naturally rewires our brain because it's that fight or flight right Um, and those are trauma responses absolutely but we have to have something that triggers that and it's that energy it's that that maladaptive response system Mm -hmm. yeah um so I know a lot of times in situations like that, we've had people or I've had people come in and they're, and are, I mean, obviously they're adults um, coming in and saying, you know what, this, for this amount of time of my life, I've been attracted to this gender, right. but I'm having issues now because they're in a relationship right. and they're getting ready to fall out of that relationship because they're realizing hey, I'm really not this person or I'm really not attracted to this person. Right. Um, and it's causing some type of chaos. And they're not... I mean, the reality is, is it's exactly what you're talking about, having to feel that safe, that safe side with that, um, that opposite sex. But now they're realizing they're not really into it. Exactly. It's, it's like for... You know, there's a large population that have been... Um, subject to traumatic experiences from a sexual standpoint 
very early on in their lives that kind of put that trauma in a box and shove it underneath the bed. Yeah. And they, out of sight, out of mind. Correct. And then they go about their lives like nothing's happened to them, but at a very low-level subconscious uh, standpoint, they still have those triggers and they're leading their lives with these triggers, but they just don't really understand why they're feeling certain ways, why they're acting certain ways. And then later on in life, it's like they hit this wall and they're like, right. oh, this is not my true self. Correct. So then that in, in cases like that, I usually recommend uh, shadow work. Right. Um, shadow work. And, I, and I've told people, hey, you know what? This is what's going to help you get over that. It's going to suck. It's going to hurt. But on the other side of the flip side of that, it's, um, it is going to change everything. You're going to be happier. You're going to be, you're going to have that feeling of being set free. And not only that, I mean, your personality might even change because right. you're not holding on to things that you, uh, negative things that you've kind of buried in right. the past. And that's why, you know, in society, there's people that question individuals that go their entire life, maybe married, and then they're in their 40s or 50s, and they divorce, and they enter a um, gay relationship. Right. And their family, their friends, or colleagues are like, what's happening? Right. You know? It, it's because they've done their work and they've realized I've been living a lie. Yeah, that happens a lot. And that's not necessarily having to do with um, any type of sexual trauma. That's just coming to terms with who you are. Exactly. Not, not everything in life is trauma. Right. Um, a lot of things are. But not everything in life is trauma. It's... It's understanding your authentic self. Most things are. <laughs> right. Most things are, but it's how, it's how you manage, how, how you manage it and, and how you take care of yourself. You know, again, um, energy, energy moves the physical. Right. Exactly. It's doing your self-work, doing your shadow work, yes. um, grounding yourself, understanding yourself, mm -hmm. um, honoring yourself, yep. um, being true to how you feel and not feeling that shame right. for, for being who you are. Being who you are, being confident with who you are, not afraid to set boundaries, not just with other people, but for yourself as well. Right. You know? And and finding your tribe. Because, right, right. Because you need not, that support system. Exactly. Because not everybody in your life is going to understand you and your lifestyle. And that's okay. Exactly. Because there's a time and place for everybody in your life. Everybody serves a purpose right. in your life. And not everybody serves every purpose. Correct. Um, so having the support system for... You can have, you know, your your social people that you just go and casually hang out with, but you can have just a couple of people that truly understand you and support you for all of who you are. And sometimes that's all you need, one or two people. Exactly. And actually, that's probably the best right. because then you don't have to worry about all your stuff being Correct. out on Facebook. 
Yeah. Well, that's you also, right? Don't, right. Don't be, be careful with what you put out there because it can come back and haunt you. Exactly. Because that's your, your energy. That's energy. You're putting it out there right. for the universe to misconstrue. Correct. Yes. Um, so, like, in the mental health field, we deal a lot with um, couples therapy and uh, infidelity mm. and um, just... It gets ugly. I'm sure it does. It gets really, really ugly. Um, we deal with uh, partners that um, lead secret lives. They um, engage in all kinds of, like, one partner will be bisexual and not tell their partner and, you know, go out of the relationship to fulfill their sexual desires from their bisexual um, likes, um, and you know it's it's unfortunate because all it takes is having an open, honest conversation from the very beginning. Hey, when we're dating, this is who I am. This yeah. is what I like. Is how do you feel about that? Right. Because in the world, there is your perfect match that will accept you it sounds weird but there is that person that will be like okay cool let's set some ground rules so i don't believe there is a perfect match i feel like there's going to be people that are open and will get it but i honestly don't feel like any there's nothing perfect in this world but if so my version of perfect is perfectly imperfect hmm. it well. kind of aligns with normal there's no like quote unquote normal but <laughs> there's like normal crazy like everybody's crazy and that's your normal um maybe. that's just my interpretation yeah, right. I think, I mean, everybody has their ups and downs, their highs and lows. So you're going to have your consistencies and inconsistencies. But, I mean, you're always, you know, the the people that you meet are either going to get it or not. Right. And, like, the term soulmates for, for, I don't believe that, you know, because I've had people come in and I'm like, uh, they're wanting to find that lover. And they're like, "Um, what, who's my perfect soulmate? Where where are they at or whatever? Like you're, when they're you're like they don't exist. Yeah, no, I don't say that because they do exist. But your mom could be your soulmate. Your brother could be your soulmate. The eighty five year old lady down the street could be your soulmate, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. So soulmates can be anybody and everybody. So it's having to find um, that person that's gonna get you intimately as well as you know. Um, out in the streets. Mm-hmm. So, so if somebody is looking for their perfect lover partner, then they could be looking wife, for their whole life. How would they go about asking you that information? Well, I think it's just what people, how people think it is. Okay. The perfect person. The, the the one you know <laughs> yeah you know um 
that not that I'm asking for myself. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> um, not so much that I've had people come in here and, and we were in readings, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be like, yeah, you know, if you're not dating, you know, um, you're going to have these opportunities to date, uh, love energies around you. And, you know, and a lot of times I'll even get descriptions of like people that will be coming into their lives and I'll be like, don't do it with that person, but go ahead and Google for this person. You know. <laughs> and, uh, you know, <laughs> Uh-huh. So, you know, and so like people will come in and they'll either be like, well, nothing's happening. I know you said, okay, but are you putting yourself out there? Are you going out or are you stuck in your routine? Work, are you home, laying in work, bed under home, the covers? Work, home. Yeah. <laughs> well, if that's the case, but even, even then, you know, if you're not putting yourself out there, because you can go to put gas in your car and meet somebody but right. if you're not open to that if you're with blinders on you're gonna miss those opportunities right. you know sometimes people it just takes a smile it takes a sometimes it takes a glance sometimes it just takes you know excuse me right while they're trying to pass by you and then oh wait a minute then they're looking back at you and then something happens right. there but you know if you're on a, a one-way um Right. If you're living life with blinders Yeah, on. if you're on a one-way road and in your mind, you know, you, not much is going to happen. Right. You know, um, and then there are your others that as soon as they leave, boom, 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 they meet, you know, they start meeting all these people. Right. So, I mean, it's, again, it's how you manage it. Um, but I, I never tell anybody, oh, he's going to be the one. I'll tell them, yeah, he's good for you or she's good for you because of this, 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 this. But never because that's your perfect soulmate because they don't exist. Mm. <laughs> you just made so many people go like, oh, man. Well, that may be. But at the same time, I'm sure a lot of people are going to be like, oh, okay. So then there's more than one person. Right. It opens up more opportunities. It opens up more opportunities. Right. But if you're going to hold on to that negative aspect okay oh man they don't exist right then i think that you know by saying that it kind of eliminates that pressure and stress absolutely i think so and and makes the day-to-day a little bit easier to go through because it's like i'm not looking so stringently for the perfect right i'm i'm just looking right and then a lot of times two people will have high standards i could see that yeah and they have to look a certain way Mm. Uh, a lot of times people that will get you don't look anything like what you want but then when you get to know them everything changes right but then that's you opening up right you thinking outside the box you covering outside the lines right that type of situation it's getting past your ego and, absolutely and, and, and that narcissism exactly and falling for the person and not the exterior right yeah that's true um, so what about um, like negative energetic exchange I know like for in the mental health aspect um, when we talk like about narcissism and things like that mm-hmm. um like in society there's lots of talk about um negative 
relationships and abusive relationships and people making comments about well how can that person stay with stay in this relationship for so long Mm -hmm. um you know why can't they just break free and leave um and it's it's my interpretation that it part of it is that negative physical exchange that energetic exchange through sex that binds those people together and makes it more difficult for people to leave Um, and it's it's not that it builds love Mm -hmm. and that connection but it's that negative energy of that one person is being soaked into that victim right um and so it's almost like they're being held captive right and it's not just the words that are being said the actions but it's it's almost like sex magic Mm. well i think it's a combination of things but I feel that what you're saying, that energy of sex, that negative energy, just ties everything up together. Right. That So a lot of times when people are in these relationships that they quote-unquote can't get out of, um, I feel like that has a lot to do with maybe uh, their upbringing, them not being grounded enough to know who they are, to know that they can be by themselves and be independent and, you know, able to move forward. But that energy of having sex with that toxic person is just the ribbon that ties it all together. Right. So, yeah, absolutely. That makes um harder for that person to leave. Yeah. Because when people stop having <clears throat> sex with each other, mm-hmm. it makes it much easier mm-hmm. for them to leave. Right. So there is that connection of that energetic exchange that keeps them bound together right right absolutely um when it comes to sex and when it comes to having like for example multiple partners Mm -hmm. that is i think it's okay i think it's good not judging anybody but i think that it's 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 fine if you know how to it ground yourself if you know how to maybe like spiritually spiritually cleanse yourself then you would just be doing yourself, you know, uh, a great good by doing that maybe afterwards. Mm-hmm. So that way you're not, nothing is not attached to you. Energy. Yeah, nothing's attached to you. Nothing is, you don't know what that person is doing. You don't know what that person goes through in their life. You don't know where right. that person, person comes from. Right. So, yeah, if you're able to um, do that, I think that's great. Have sex, have them, have sex with everybody. But... <laughs> If you can't, if you can't, then just be careful. I've seen people having sex with everybody and their life is just chaos. Right. But then you talk to them and their, the lack of confidence, they're, um, not sure of any, I mean, come on. Right. It's just chaotic. They're they're not taking those, those Mm -hmm. spiritual and energetic precautions to protect themselves from everybody's energy right and when you have those physical exchanges it's that much deeper um because we have to just in interacting with people Mm. upright and with clothes on 
we have to protect ourselves. Absolutely. Just think about people giving you the side eye and, exactly. and you know, throwing negative energy at you when you're naked and sleeping with them and exactly. rolling around the covers and whatever. Exactly. That, that takes it's, it up. You exactly. Know? That, that takes it up. That is so much more intense. Yeah. So if you're not doing it with, you know, just having a conversation with somebody, then you've got to, got to really do it when yeah. you're intimate with somebody because it it's just really devastating it you just don't know right um, you don't know so you gotta take care of yourself and your energy right so um, do you recommend grounding and um, i mean just yeah even if you're not grounding because i know a lot of people have hard times with grounding um just cleansing yourself there's a lot of spiritual tools, uh, spiritual waters and incenses and, 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 and smudge, sage smudges that you can do to cleanse yourself and your energy. You'd be surprised how you would feel afterwards, right. you know, and, and you f- people feel it right away. Let's say, you know, people leaving a one night stand or people leaving. If it's bad, you're going to feel bad. You're going to feel like, what am I doing? This has to stop. But then there you go again. You know what I mean? Right. Or if it's good, then, you know, oh, my God, your day has been made or your week has been made or right. what, your hour has been made, you know. But <laughs> your five that's minutes energy. Have been made. That's energy. <laughs> right. But you should still cleanse yourself. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, yeah, I recommend, yeah, if you, if you can't ground yourself, which is understandable, a lot of people can't because there's a lot of distractions in the world. Right. At least cleanse yourself. Right. Because that's going to affect you regardless if you're grounded or not. Exactly. And if you don't know how to cleanse yourself, come see me. I'll do it for you. Did you like that plug? (laughs) Hint, hint, wink, wink. Right. (laughs) Oh, by the way, I noticed you're doing phone readings now. Yeah, I brought them back. Yeah. Yeah, I brought them back. Congratulations. Oh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I I took about a year off from doing them, so I brought it back. A lot of people were wanting to, uh, couldn't, are not in San Antonio and Missed the reading, so yeah, I brought it back. Way to listen to the people. Of course. Of course. Um, With sex magic, you brought that up. I did. Um, Tell us What are your thoughts? Oh. Oh, what are my thoughts on sex magic? Yeah, what are your thoughts on sex magic? I think sex magic, um, from what I've studied on it, is... You've never done it? (laughs) No. I've never done it. Um, Sex magic... I think probably is one of the most intense and powerful magics. Sex magic is like any other magic. When you... Way to burst my bubble. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's why I asked. You've never done it? Um... (laughs) Do you see what I did there? Yeah, I... No, you're fine. Um... It's the emotion. It's the intensity of your emotion. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe I'm just cold. Don't say that. Then <laughs> 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 it gets quiet. Um, so sex magic is. You're right. It's very powerful if you know how to use it. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like any other intensity where you're like when you're sad or when you're mad. 
it's I know that, that it's one. that euphoria, you know. Uh-huh. And then when you're about to orgasm, that that buildup is where you're gonna start uh, uh, dishing out your manifestation. And then when that release hits, or you about to bust, that's where you let it go. Uh-huh. It works. You should try it. It works. I should try it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll put it on my list of things to do. Well, you you said it was powerful. How would you know it's powerful? I read. Oh. I, read I experience. Lot. You experience? I experience. Uh, is it very um, productive? Yes. Okay. But manifestation is very productive. Well, see. My, Period. Right. Well, see, my manifestation game is, like, on par. Okay. So. Good for you. Yes, thank you. Work it. I I do work it. Good. Um, Keep working it. I will. Um, Yeah, (laughs) I'm I'm like the manifestation queen. Try different methods. Try the sex magic. But you got to remember, you got to stay on track and not lose yourself in that euphoric sensation. So see, that sounds like a lot of concentration. But manifestation is. You concentrate, you concentrate on your desire, then you let it go. Right. But that's so many things happening at the same time. Well, that's what I'm saying. Don't lose focus I have ADHD. Then <laughs> <laughs> how are you manifesting, period? Because I'm just focused on one thing for a little short period of time. So you kind of just have to like disengage from that moment. Because you have to remember what you want, what you're trying to manifest. Okay. And then right before, you know, and it's like, like I said, like any other emotion, when you're really pissed off, you're going to think, okay, this is what I want. This is what I want. This is what I want. And then you let it go. You can't, it's the same thing. You're not going to be holding, you have to disengage from what you're, you're pissed off about or if you're sad about. So it's kind of like when you're having sex, just for that instance, not the whole session. <laughs> be like, wait. Yeah. Hold no. on. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, it's, um, and that's, that's energy. Right. Your intensive, the energy is being intensified and then released. I can see that. And then once it's out in the universe, don't even think about it. Just let it go. Right. So it can manifest. Best way to manifest. Mm-hmm. Just let it go. Yeah. Exactly. And then when it happens, it's like, yes. Yeah. You can even manifest your own grounding. You can even manifest your own... um, I mean, if you can picture it, it's yours. Like, if you can picture yourself being grounded and uh, uh, self-centered and you can manifest yourself just not not holding... Like, detaching, not holding on to things that have nothing to do with you today, then you can make it happen by manifestation. Of course, you know... There's that, then of course you doing the work. I mean, there's different ways to get to your goal. 
I picture myself as a tree. As a tree? Yes. And look at you now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, why would you picture yourself as a tree? Because a tree is grounded into the earth. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I was thinking no movement. No, because the tree has roots that are grounded into the earth. Okay. My bad. It's okay. <laughs> Thanks for asking, though, so oh, I can yeah, explain. Sure. Well, let's get back to sex. Okay, let's get back to sex. Um, so, how do you handle, from a spiritual perspective, individuals that come to you with sexual dilemmas? Like, they're asking you, like, is this right? Am I wrong? Am I going to hell? Like, those kinds of things. Oh, um, so... Listen, everybody's human. You're going to have your human... Are you talking to me like you talk to them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, sex has nothing to do with whether you're going to heaven or hell. Sex is natural. It's... Um, what's the determining factor is how you treat people. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be a jerk... You might want to think Check about yourself. that. Yeah. So when people come to me with sex, with sexual con- sex, sex concerns, sexual concerns, sex concerns, um, you know, love who you want to love, have mm-hmm. sex with who you want to have sex with. Let, of course, being consensual and right. being, you know, the way it should be. Um, but there's no sin in sex. If right. anything, the sin is in judging somebody for that, right. you know, but there's no right. sin in that. So, but I, I, then that takes, that can go back to like Catholic guilt or religious guilt right. or whatever. Right. And I was thinking about um, our podcast this morning when I was getting ready uh, for work. And I was thinking back to like when I was growing up in the Catholic church and Bible stories and whatnot. And you know, the stories of the concubines and mm-hmm. uh, having multiple wives and multiple, you know, right. um, stories of, oh, what was her name? She was a, for lack of a better word, prostitute. Oh, and, Mary Magdalene? Yeah, Mary Magdalene. And, like... All that was going on in the days of Jesus. And he was not judgmental of any of that. Right. So why is it that now society and organized religion, even though it's in the Bible, has such a strong say against people's sexual choices so um i don't follow the bible i'm not religious at all um it's been written i don't know x amount of times so it's people's opinions um and i think that it still stands today that it's people's opinions how they think you should live your life so 
if they don't believe or if they feel that, uh, you know, the color red is wrong, then they're going to ban the color red. Just because somebody doesn't like it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, I in Catholic school, I remember how Jesus, you know, was befriended Mary Magdalene. And, like, he befriended a lot of the people today that are not necessarily... Um, accepted. Accepted. So, and it's weird how that's in print, right? But yet, everybody's doing the opposite. Right. I mean, it's just, it's BS to me. It, it is a, a strange way to learn and live. Um, right. But... You know, you know, just be cool. We all, just be. We all have choices. We all have choices. Just be a good person. Be a good person. Treat everybody the way you want to be treated. Right. And for a lot of people, that's difficult. Um, Why? You know, I wish I knew. <laughs> I really do. How wish. is that difficult? If you don't like somebody, then go into a different lane. Stay in your lane, but move forward. You know, right. move, move on. Right. Life's too short. Right. And I... I really do wish that it was possible for people to, if you didn't like the way somebody was, or if you didn't agree with something, you just accepted that you didn't agree with it and could just move, move on and you didn't have to say anything. Right. But there's always that one person that has to say something. Right. So, I mean, that's just it, the way it is. Right. But it's how you manage it. Stay cool and don't even pay attention to them. You right. Know? Because when, when, you, when you speak out against somebody else, it's, it's disrespectful. I mean, it's unnecessary. It's, um, it's, causing, it's causing trauma. Right. It's causing trauma for sure. But, you know, the way I see it, that person that's causing the trauma, that person is the one that's miserable and happy and lacks something. And usually there's some type of a jealousy. For example, the picketers that are at the like if we go to gay pride, Mm -hmm. there's always a picketer there. Always, always, always. In my 48 years that I've been going to gay pride, not that I've been going for 48 years, but, (laughs) you know, since I've been going, um, half my life there's always been picketers but it's funny because you'll see the way they look at you they don't look at you with disgust although their signs are saying otherwise Mm -hmm. but they're look they're like almost checking you out (laughs) so i love the costumes i'm like that's so cool it's just it's it's hilarious it's funny and Mm -hmm. you know a lot of those people are or, yeah, they're checking you out. If you really look at them, you'll see that. They're looking you up and down and like, bring that chin back up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Go get a mop. But, yeah, um, it's a jealousy thing. And just ignore it. Just move on. Just, you know, they're the ones who are stuck in that, that cloud of Archaic. misery. Yeah. And I you're going to pride. Right. So... Right. And it's, yeah, it's just a different mindset. And it's okay to have a different mindset. Of course. We just don't always have to 
it's it's always boast it right it's it's okay to it's a, it's okay to disagree with somebody just right. you know be civil be an adult be don't be acting crazy and if they're acting crazy then just keep on moving keep, yeah keep trucking right I know a lot of people have come in here and um, not so much because of, you know, um, people saying it's more family members mm -hmm. that bring them down or they're having to hide from. And, and this day and age, um, it's a little different. I think most people are open when it comes to like LGBT um, people. Um, most people are open, but again it, it's a lot of that religious guilt right that still holds a lot of people down unfortunately but it is what it is it is it's you know um sometimes the most toxic people in our lives are our own family i've said that before right. and i still it's i'll stick to that right um but it's just about you know if you want to have sex just be um just be careful and be careful sexually but also be careful spiritually because again there are attachments that are not necessarily the best um but just you know like i said even if you're not grounded even if you don't know how to ground yourself just at least cleanse yourself right that is going to be your best way to not feel any type of way other than you know what i'm horny again let's let's do it you know well, let's go right versus having to be like why do i feel this way or you know because um, there's a lot of negativity that that sticks. You know, there's people that sleep with, you know, X amount of people in a day or in a week. And guess what? You also slept with all those people. Exactly. So it's like, it's kind of like what they've said, you know, if you remember the STD commercials, if you right. slept with this person. So it, it works the same way energetically as well. Exactly. Because if somebody's not cleansing themselves which most people don't which most people don't right then you pick up the energy right. of everybody that right. they've slept with right so you have to think of it that way so it is a lot of work it to want to be sexually active it's a lot of work but i mean it's worth it right which lends itself to the the need to educate adolescents yeah. even more right, right. from a more holistic Correct. and spiritual sense right. that it's not to be taken lightly right um that there are more things to consider than just um birth control right and stds it's that yeah. energetic transfer that energy exactly um so yeah so as long as you're cleansing yourself you're fine but if you're sleeping around a lot then maybe you need to do a lot more shadow work to see why you're sleeping around. Some people do it because they like it. Some, Some people, people do it because they think they have to. Some people do it because they feel empty. Right, right. And they're trying to fulfill something. Right. And that's a whole different... That's, that's a whole different ballgame. Yeah, that's where that grounding needs to come in, that shadow work needs... Like, all of that. Exactly. The whole enchilada, right? Right. Usually, there's abandonment issues mm -hmm. um, that... I see a lot in, in the therapy room and it's like, you know, what is it that you're missing that you're trying to fulfill with, mm -hmm. with sex? Right. Because sex isn't going to fix it. Right. Um, 
and it usually stems from from family yeah um you know the sense of wanting to be loved accepted yeah and misconstruing um sex with love and sex does not equivalent love yeah at all right sex is just a physical act right um anybody can have sex right it's just a physical exchange right um love is more of something that evolves from an energetic and um emotional connection it's a a soul connection Yeah, so as long as you're, as long as, yeah, it takes time. As long as you're taking care of yourself spiritually, again, spiritual moves the physical. So as long as you're, you're taking care of yourself spiritually and physically, you'd be all right. Of course. I think that's, you know, it's a common theme for our podcast is taking care of yourself spiritually and emotionally. You're going to be okay. Yeah. No matter what the topic is, Correct. you're going to be okay. Right. Um, because we are spiritual, energetic, emotional beings. We're just here having a human experience. Yeah. And some days are great. And, and part of being human is having those sexual desires. True. So just make sure that you're being responsible. Exactly. And if not, take care of yourself. <laughs> and if, the, yeah, if you're, if you're not, then ground and seek some type of spiritual help to help you move along yes oh and by the way yes. i wanted to wish everybody a happy full moon today oh is that what's going on is that why i'm feeling a little loony that's why we're both no lunatics today <laughs> we're both lunatics today yeah that super moon the super moon's tonight but that this shadow my goodness has got yes. me in a cloud my head in a cloud rather it's the super full moon in aries today oh i know and i'm an aries so i'm just like Wah! oh you should be fine then <laughs> but i'm not <laughs> maybe you need a cleansing yeah Go soak in a tub full of salt and Florida water. So if you are in San Antonio and you want to come by the shop, come by the shop. I'm at the Reading Room Botanica, 721 South Presa. Um, You can find me on Instagram and Facebook. Um, If you'd like an appointment, you can do so through those sites. Uh, You can book online. I'm also doing phone readings now. For my, for my listeners that are outside San Antonio, um, information is on the web on those sites as well. And um, if you have any suggestions or questions for us, you can leave uh, leave that there as well. You can follow our um, podcast on Instagram at spirituality underscore mental health two ten. You can DM us any questions or podcast suggestions there. Um, If you are interested in some counseling, um, we offer with insurance, private pay, sliding scale, and free therapy at lementalhealth.com. Yes, free therapy. Saul has some of my cards here at the reading room. Yes. So, um, yes, we have very culturally sensitive therapists. We have in-person and teletherapy available for you. 
So a little bit for everybody. Awesome. Yes. So until next time, bye. Take care.